Well, hello and happy Thursday. Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan Podcast for Victory Point. One of the best ways that we can grow together as disciples is by opening up the Word of God together and just talking about it. That's why we created this podcast to guide you and ourselves through this daily Bible reading to help us to dwell in God's words. We grow together and listening to the Holy Spirit. So whether you're on your commute or whether you are doing what, Ruben? <laughs> uh, fixing the car. Fixing the car or fixing your broken sprinkling system, which I'm going to have to... Or in the restroom as well. Oh, hey. <laughs> Come on. Bless God. Um, we're glad you tuned in. Ruben, could you read for us our passage today? Yes, um, we're going to read the book, the the Gospel of John, uh, chapter 20, verses 19 through 31, or 31st, you said. Either way. Either way. All right. It says, when it was evening on that first day of the week, the disciples were gathered together with the doors locked because they feared the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. Having said this, he showed them his hands and his side. So the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. After saying this, he breathed, or breath, how do you say that, breathe? He breathed. he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Tom, Thomas, called twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples were telling him, We've seen the Lord. But he said to them, if I don't see the mark on the nails of the nails in his hands, put my finger into the mark of the nails and put my hands into his side, I will never believe. A week later, his disciples were indoors again and Thomas was with them. Even though the the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and look at my hands. Reach out you your hand and put it into my side. Don't be faithless, but believe. Thomas responded to him, My Lord, my God, Jesus said, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Amen. Amen. That's the gospel right there. Yay. Short and explain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What grabbed your attention in this passage? Well, just how you ended it. Um, (laughs) These things are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah and that by believing you may have life in his name. 
the topic of belief yeah. is very strong throughout the whole book of John. And that by the act of believing that we have life in his name. So I, that's just a really powerful thing that jumped out to me. And in contrast, then there's Thomas, who, who was a doubter. I, I don't agree with that. Oh. <laughs> the, we, uh, we have heard these terms, right? That, uh, and we call him Thomas the doubter. Mm -hmm. Because he wants to see for himself. Mm -hmm. So where's the evidence? Right. Okay. But if you pay attention, uh, uh, like closely, look at what the verse 20 said. The one, the passage that we just read. Okay. Is having said this, he showed, like Jesus showed them his hands and, and his side. Okay. And the disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, they first saw the, the, the marks yes. of the nails in the hands of Jesus. But Thomas didn't. But Thomas wasn't there. So he right. didn't see. So, okay. Right. I, I would be like Thomas, like, okay, you guys had the chance. I want to have my chance to see mm -hmm. it. <laughs> why, why you call me daughter, like, daughter, if you would be the same as me. Like, you did have the chance to see it. I don't know. But I just, I just think that he, that Thomas shouldn't be called daughter. Because so, you, so you think if he were in the room earlier on, yeah. when Jesus first revealed himself, then he may have believed in the same way that the others did. Yeah, because it says that Jesus showed them mm -hmm. as well. Like, just as Thomas, he showed them, like, hey, look at my hands, right. look at my side. Yeah. And that was the same thing that he did with Thomas. Oh. So, you're, so you think Thomas got, gets a bad rap? Yeah, yeah. he has. <laughs> a, a, but I really like him I, because I think I'm like, like him in, in a way that I want to see or to know the evidence Mm -hmm. before believing and i think we have been uh trained to believe without without seeing because you know that's faith mm -hmm. but i think the biblical faith is trust in in evidence it's, it's more like translated as a trust and just like to believe just because mm -hmm. and uh and i don't blame thomas for for being that way, like I want the evidence. I, I want to see this. Uh, I relate to, to him yeah. that way. So, what do you make of Jesus's words in verse twenty-nine, where he says, uh, "Blessed are you because you've seen me, yes, and you believe, but blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe." I think uh, we know that he's speaking about us mm -hmm. <laughs> because you know that uh, two thousand years later we would be talking about this, but, uh, or that more people would believe because mm. of the testimony of them. Right. And that's what I was saying the other day, uh, uh, when John said that we have seen and we have touched and we have observed, nobody had told us, like, we are eyewitness. Right. Uh, I think uh, that's a very great foundation of the gospel of, of the re reliability of the yeah. gospel yes so we are blessed because we are not there mm -hmm. but yet we have seen because of their testimony yes and we've believed their testimony yes what do you make of it earlier when jesus says receive the holy spirit 
Well, that that's <clears throat> yeah. He he said that he breathed on them, mm-hmm. and he said received the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I think that's that was a powerful powerful event that we then later saw, see in Acts mm-hmm. when they start like doing crazy stuff, like crazy like miracles and speaking boldly about God and all that. I think that, that was necessary. There's a song in Spanish that says, uh, if, if it was better for us that you left and the Holy Spirit come, please dwell in me. Like, mm. mm-hmm. um, and I think uh, Jesus is just giving them the guarantee, or how do you say that? Yeah, the guarantee of his presence through the Holy Spirit. Like, he will guide you mm-hmm. in all justice, in all truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting that after he says receive the Holy Spirit, he talks about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And if you forgive people, they'll be forgiven. But if you don't, they, they won't. How he ties receiving the Holy Spirit to the act of forgiving one another. Right. And I'm not sure I've really thought about that before. That's a powerful connection. That if, if we're filled with the Spirit, then we're going to forgive each other. Right. And, and sometimes that's hard work. <laughs> we we need yeah. the power of the spirit to do yes. it. Yeah. Right? I was just watching a documentary last or a couple nights ago called Free Burma Rangers. Okay. You ever heard of this? No. Um, it's a, a Christian guy named Dave Eubanks. He and his family moved to Burma right to the front of the Civil War to provide medical relief for people who were getting injured in, in the in the Civil War. And some of his dearest friends uh, were killed, were blown up. Hmm. by the by ISIS hmm. and he wanted justice and he wanted revenge so bad but he took it to the Lord and realized that that when a deep wrong is done to you or to someone that you love we all want justice yes right mm-hmm. but justice true biblical justice is driven by love vengeance is driven by hate Mm-hmm. But they both look very similar uh, to start off with. And so he, he was talking about how he he needs the power of the Holy Spirit in order to seek after justice, not vengeance. Because mm-hmm. vengeance belongs to the Lord. Vengeance belongs to the Lord, yeah. Right. I don't know. That's kind of a tangent. Yeah, no, no that's, <laughs> I mean, you make me think now, like, that, that's a powerful connection there. Like, God help us when we are experiencing bitterness or yes. resentment against anybody Yeah, that we can express or give freely the forgiveness Yes, um, if we have the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah. What, what else about this passage stuck out to you? Well, um, the recognition of Thomas when he said, my Lord and my God. Mm-hmm. I mean, I told you earlier in this week that I became a Christian when I recognized uh, my sinfulness and that the only one that could save me was Jesus. But I I think uh, when I reflect about that season, I saw him like the authority of my life, you know, the the one that I'm going to be accountable 
and then I say, okay, he's the only one that can save me. But Thomas says, my Lord, mm -hmm. mi señor. Uh, <laughs> and I and I really like the word in English because my Lord is is is, uh, is differs like from sir or uh, some other adjective. Right. Is Lord a stronger word than señor? Yes, yes, because in, in Spanish you can say señor to anybody. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Lord, man, it like we understand like it's something like above us and. And I really like that Thomas responded that way because it just made me think when I when I thought about who is the authority in my life, and I and I think that's where also we need to think about it like every day, like who is uh, our Lord in our life, who is the one in command, and uh, that's just what grabbed my attention as well. Uh, that the response that Thomas had. My Lord and my God, mm -hmm. I think that's so powerful. Mm -hmm. Kind of reminds me of when Peter first met Jesus, and at when the fish filled the boat. Oh yes, and then Peter just got down on his knees and he just said, "Lord, depart from me." Yes, because I'm a sinful man. Mm -hmm. It's like he realized I'm in the presence of the Lord. Yes, and His holiness just made Peter realize his sinfulness well reuben it's been a fun week it's been yes even though we've experienced it in just about two hours <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, but it's been fun and i'm glad that we talk about some good points um hopefully i make myself understood you do a great job Ruben. <laughs> okay if not you can call me to 616 <laughs> to clarify stuff no it's all good Hope you have a great rest of your week and a great Friday tomorrow, everyone. And uh, Ruben, why don't you close us off with a blessing? And yeah, thanks for listening and and bearing with us. <laughs> but um, have a good weekend, and the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of His countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Bye bye. bye, -bye.